Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Previously on the podcast. Oh, I like oh, this one right here. We're going to say, why do y'all think it takes people so long to get the get the, get this mindset on investing, rental properties, etc.? Oh, I was hoping we were going to get to that. That's where it all starts. So why does but, people so long to get that mindset? Man, <laughs> why does it take people so long to get that mindset? Are you listening? Yo, what's going on, everybody? This is Marcus, and you are tuned in to the Black Married and Debt-Free Podcast. My wife, Shire, and I were able to eliminate six figures worth of debt, and we're all about empowering others to do the same. So on this podcast, we'll be talking about investing, real estate, early retirement, marriage, and much more. But you don't have to worry. It won't be done in the same boring format that you're used to. We're going to put a little bit of swag on it. So enjoy today's episode. Uh, you know what? Uh, I'm, I'm going to go into it a little bit first, but I want you to expand on it because I'm actually going to steal what you guys said um, in, in our collaboration on YouTube. I just think that we don't see it enough and we don't think... We can do it. We don't have the examples of, you know, people showing us how to build. Well, you know, you know, those people that are have been preaching it to us from day one that, um, you know, you can do it or we, you know, you know, I mean, I, you know, when we think about our role models, you know, most of them probably were athletes, rappers, right. And when they show these type of people, they're very flashy. So when we think of like, rich and stuff we think oh we gotta have the the nice cars the nice house nice jewelry um and so that that mindset of well no actually you need to accumulate assets assets to start getting the jewelry and all that stuff you know i think that's that's one of the reasons it's just not having access to people who have that mindset and uh like i said i wanted you to elaborate a little more because you guys i think you're totally right man it's it's just that the people that are doing that are, uh, especially in our community, like if you got an uncle who's 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 on some other stuff and he's he, he, he's, you know, he's got his finances in order. He's really private. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? That's a lot of times we're not as boastful. We don't want people to know. And so we don't share, you know, that knowledge. I think there's, that's, that plays a role. Yep. And then, like I said, we just don't see it. You know, we, we just don't see it. Uh, uh, we see the flashy side of it as opposed to the, the asset side of it, you know? So what we do is we try to skip and go straight to the jewelry and the cars mm-hmm. because that's when we see our, our heroes, you know, that's how we see them, them going about it. But we don't figure out like, man, okay, so how did they, how, how is the right way to go about that? Which is the, the wealth portion that the assets, you know, we just want to go person to liabilities and then, right, right, you know right. what I mean? And look like something, but and when I say we, I'm not saying everybody, but right, right, everybody. Yeah. So I think that that is a lot of it. And the crazy thing that I always, me and Shire always laugh about is when we started paying off our debt, we literally thought like, and, and we say, okay, let's document this, let's do a YouTube. Day. We thought we were the only 30, 20 something couple doing this. Right. Because we didn't know. Right, right. You know? 
Right. And then we get into it and it was like, no, oh, man, you got his and hers. You got Irish Journey. You got Debt uh, Free and Fitness. I mean, there's so many of us. It's like, but we, we would never know if we didn't actually uh, go out and seek that. You know what I mean? So I think it's just conversations like this are very important. Uh, and, you know, people being a part of the conversation, I just think it's so important because it's just it's just not out in the open like that. And then, you know, another thing I want to add to that about the mindset thing is that um, easy is hard. Yeah. Hard. So, yeah. you know, we we can we can keep knocking at, you know, the head like, guys, all you got to do. Yeah. Like, you know, cut out going out to eat, you know, cut out some of the brunch, like budget. It takes yeah. 20 minutes to get on the budget. And, you know, people are like, nah, man, you know. I, you know, it's, I work hard for my money. You know, I'm going to spend my money how I want. You know, I, I work hard. And it's like, you do work hard for your money. So don't you want your money to take care of you? You know what right. I'm saying? And George is on it. So George, you know, we shouted you out, brother. Like, I sure. love that he always say, man, you know, if you take care of your money, money will take care of you. But, you know, the, and and I think that that's the mindset that we, we, and we put it out there, but it's just like reinforcing it. And, and another thing I want to say is that, um, I think messaging uh, is really powerful. And so I do try to be careful with how I message it. Because if you come to mind and say, yo, you know, you need to fix your mind, say, well, what you mean? Like, fix my right. mind. They might get a little defensive about that. Because yeah. you know? it's touchy. You know what I mean? When you're talking about people's emotions and mindset and, you know, you need to change the way you think. And if somebody's set in their ways, you know, it's, it's a very, it could be a sensitive subject. So I, I understand that. And so I always try to say, look, I'm coming to you from a place of love. I'm coming to you from a place of caring. I'm not saying you, your mindset is, is wrong or is jacked up. What we're saying is that in order for you to achieve the goals you want and, 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 and achieve that lifestyle you want, if you want to be able to vacation, you want to have the nice things, well, it takes a certain mindset to get there. And that mindset is that you have to... You know, understand that for the time being, you have to make certain sacrifices. You got to be willing to give up that instant gratification, which is another really, really hard thing to do. Right. <laughs> um, and when you put all that together, you know, it's like we said, easy is hard. It's it's getting your finances together, building wealth is probably it. It's it's hard, but it's easy. You know, if you yeah. take the right steps, um, you know, like get out of debt, save your money you know, live on the budget, eventually you're going to have a surplus of cash to do everything you want. And then from there, from that point forward, it's so easy. Yeah. Easy. Yeah, I, the hardest thing is starting. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> same with fitness, man. It's like, like, man, the hardest thing is to get out and go jog or get out and go sit. But you never finish a jog or a workout and be like, man, I hate that I did that. Like, but the hardest thing was just doing it, you know, just starting it. So I think the same thing with finances is like looking at your expenses, like before you even get to budgeting, just taking a look at what you spend your money on. That's the hardest thing to, to bring yourself to do. But once you just like, dang, I really spent that much on Starbucks. Right. Okay. Right. I, I need to change. And from then on, like you said, it's easy. It is, man. Somebody said um, long-term mindset. And I have to agree with that. It's really hard to see something. It's really hard to believe in something that you don't necessarily see and that's far, far away. And especially for our people, you know, us first gen, a lot of us are like, look, I'm just trying to get to tomorrow. I can't, yeah. I, I can't think about 
a couple years down the road, you know. Yeah. Um, and we understand that. Like, we've been there before. I, I know what it's like to be like, you know what? Damn, I can't wait till Friday and get this check, boy. I got some money in the bank. Oh, man, I'm living on $20 for the next three days. I'm living off McDonald's dollar menu for the next couple days. So it's like we get it. So it's like, you know, take it a little bit at a time. All right, maybe maybe you don't need to think 30 years. Just think, all right, uh, in the next year, I want to have $1,000 in my bank account. Start there. You know what I'm saying? Something tangible you can put your finger on. So once you hit that, it's like, all right, cool. I got that first thousand. All right, next, you know, next year I want that third, that thousand to be, you know, two thousand, and just keep working it like that, and eventually you'll be able to start setting those long goals. But I had to agree with her on that. That long term, that long term mindset is, yeah, it's, that's a tough one, man. This is brought to you by the Black Married and Debt Free Masterclass. Get out of debt and start building wealth. In this masterclass, you will learn our five-step strategy to accelerate your path to financial freedom. We also break down the true key to building wealth. And these are the same strategies we use to go from six-figure debt to a six-figure net worth. You'll get access to nearly an hour and a half of on-demand video, a debt-free payoff calculator, fillable cash flow statement, and a 30-minute coaching consultation with me and Shira. Enroll in our Get Out of Debt and Start Building Wealth Masterclass. The link's in the description below. Can't wait to see you there. Oh, somebody said, what do you think about buying rental property during this time? Good question. I, I, think, it's a, I think it's a good time to buy uh, and I think it's even gonna. It's, I think it's gonna get better. Me personally, I think that uh, my Shara read, read me a statistic not too long ago, a couple of days ago, that like people are taking their homes off the market. Like people are just having to sit there, no traffic, and they're just taking their homes off the market. Like I'll try again later. So I think when the world opens back up officially and, and all those people put list their homes again, it's a buyer at that. You know, so I think it's a. I think it's always a good time if you buy right. Uh, and and I think it's even going to be better for even those who, you know, have always wanted to, to get into uh, buying a rental property or even buying a primary residence. Man, just just keep your eyes to the street. And I and, and I, I'm gonna say this: I really don't like the uh, because I posted something uh, a few few days ago. I understand that every market is different. There's some markets where it's like, okay, this is a hot market, and you're gonna you know you're just gonna pay what they ask. But you know, just just keep your eyes open and look at different markets, and that's why I encourage people to look at. And investing out of state, you know, it's not as scary as it seems, nope. and you 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 literally uh, broaden your potential, you know, for for a rental property when you say, okay, I'm just not going to just buy something in this crazy market I live in. I'm going to look elsewhere. So I think it's going to be I think it's going to be real good real soon. Yeah, I think so too. I was uh, there's a there was a statistic today that they showed on CNBC that um, they were real they're surprised by the, the snapback in. Um, mortgage applications um, yeah. like you said it's a buyer's market man people are out there I mean when you think about it credit is extremely cheap right now we're talking about you get a mortgage for what two some odd percent you know I'm like yeah we just I'm bought remember and I'm like we might want to think about refinancing uh, refine, right right <laughs> we got a good rate but I'm still like man we talking man. you know 2.9 like that's almost a full point for us. I mean, like I said, we got a good rate, so our rate is three point eight. But yeah. I, yo, if you they always say if you're gonna refinance, you know, if you can get a whole point, that's that's when you should. You know, for, because we're still in the first year, you know, we just got in November, you know, we're still trying to, you know, wade and, you know, build it down. Um 
But yeah, like you said, man, I think it's a great time to be in the market, man. And uh, I think to piggyback on what you said, it's a great market. But if you have a strategy, like you mm-hmm. said, that one percent, and you stick to that strategy, you can win. I mean, no matter what the market is, you know, because you're gonna find there's deals to be made out there. There's always deals. I mean, if you ever go to one of those local real estate meetup groups, man. And they, had a little, they had a little happy hour spot where they'd be like, all right, guys, if you got deals, go ahead and stand up. Man, <laughs> people was like, yeah, I got this house for this. I got this. So, like, I need a couple of people to come on this. It's deals out there. You know what I mean? It's definitely Absolutely. out there. So if you are in the market, because I think they said uh, they're looking to purchase their second rental property. Um, oh, definitely good. Here's a question for you, though, Marcus. I got one for you, right? Yes, sir. Kinds of rental properties. What is your thoughts and take on like short-term rentals? So, aka Airbnb type stuff. You know what? I, I, I have always been interested in that. Um, I, I wanted to learn more. It, it always kind of, you know, it was nothing, never anything that I I saw myself doing. But I always wanted to learn more. But my question to that question is, okay. how it has been with the pandemic? Because I, I, I'm hearing horror stories, but I don't know. But I'm hearing. It, it, I, okay, so you're right. That's a that's that is a good comeback because right now it could be a little risky. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I think some people are doing good. You know, they did. So here's my take, right? Somebody when they were talking about Airbnb, um, you know, about to do their IPO soon, um, I said, well, Airbnb might be in a little bit of trouble only because. How are they going to ensure potential renters that the place is like clean? Like, you know, now everybody got to start doing deep cleanings now. So are a person who are doing Airbnb, you don't have to consider that now your cleaning costs might go up a little bit more because now you got to deep clean the place every single time you have guests. That's going to cost you a little bit more money. To your point, are people, you know, are people really traveling? Um, and if so, are they Airbnb or are they going to go to hotels where they now people might feel a little bit more comfortable with hotels because if hotels want to stay in business, oh, you know, they're going to have yeah. all that deep cleaning. You know, people might say, OK, well, until, you know, I can really know that the home is safe for me to go in, I think I'm going to just go to the hotel. Uh, <laughs> um uh, Anthony, uh, which, uh, from the Harshman, they said, call us for a deep clean because you know they got the cleaning business. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I follow them, absolutely. Moni, appreciate y'all. Yeah, he ain't lying. Come come through. <laughs> but no, you know, but that was, I think, you know, Airbnbs, um, you know, they might struggle with that, but uh, I think as people get back out and traveling again, uh, we'll get back. Yeah. It, man, I mean, people love Airbnb, so. You know, I think the market is still there. I would definitely say be careful. Um, right. And I think it boils down to strategies. You know, I just wanted to get your take on the Airbnb thing. Because, I mean, I see a lot of people killing the game. Killing it. Dude, because you can sublease and, and Airbnb that joint. And, and, and I mean, it's, it's, it's very creative. Like, extremely creative. And I see a lot of people killing it. And it's, I kind of sometimes say, man, that's, that seems almost too good to be true. But...
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So somebody on YouTube says, uh, huge fan is, uh, which is better, HELOC or Cash Out Refund? Yeah, it depends on what you're, what you're trying to do. Uh, for me, when I looked at it, both of them side by side with what we were trying to do, the HELOC looked better because it, the clock doesn't start until you take out money. And it only the clock only starts on what you take out. So I, I like that. Whereas the Cash Out Refund, you're, you know, they cut you a check and the, payment starts uh, immediately so it's all about what you want to do now if you but uh is there an interest rate difference maybe that yeah, yeah. Part. i was gonna get into that too the interest rates uh historically are a little better on the, on the home equity line of credit side so i like that too so that that helped and then there were i think the closing costs were a little more on the, uh, the cash out because you got to pay you got to do your, your closing whereas heloc you're not creating a second mortgage. You're just uh, putting a lien on your current one. So it, it worked out to where it was less out of pocket. And, you know, I like the idea of whatever I take out, that's what I have to pay back. I'm not paying back the entire amount. You know, yeah, I re- I, you know we really didn't know what we wanted to do with it. We, we knew we wanted to just open it up and, and exercise that option. So you, I, when you look at it, like you said, depending on your strategy, man, that, that HELOC, could be that could be clutch man because like you said you guys were able to use it purchase your first one pay it down and then it's like i can use it again to get another one yeah use it again and it's just like it's like a credit card that i could just keep using to buy properties with it's like like yeah that's like almost a cheat code in a, mon- in a monopoly yo. <laughs> right right that's crazy yeah, so you got going uh youtube we got one here Okay. He said, uh, when buying a home, how much money would you suggest to save? Uh, I know some who were able to have some loans where you didn't need much down. For example, first time homeowners type of programs. So I guess the main question is, uh, when you're going to buy a home, how much should you save? And then probably what are some of the different programs? So I know you got what? FHA is three and a half percent. Conventional... Conventional, you could get conventional in the three percent range too, but there's a there's an insurance. It's not PMI, but it's it's yeah. the equivalent to, to the conventional side. Yeah. But usually, if it's an investment and you're using conventional, they're gonna want twenty percent. Twenty percent. Yep. If you're if uh, first time home buyers, you know you got programs like you said that range from three to five percent. I know we did five percent for ours. Um, we just did a normal conventional loan through the uh, through the bank. Um, now here, but here's what's clutch to that question. So when saving, don't just think about a down payment. You got to think about inspection. You need to think about closing costs potentially. Uh, you need to think about um, if any work needs to get done to the house. You need to think about moving into the house because I'm telling you, these are some of the things we we we. I mean, luckily we had a good amount saved, but like. You know, getting movers. I was like, damn, man, you know, you got to, you know, that's a little bit of money. Um, yeah. Especially when you go from a smaller place to a bigger place. Uh, you got to furnish it. 
That's for shit. Yeah, like you got to think about all of that. So when saving for a house, don't just think about, oh, I just need to save this three and a half percent, five percent for the down payment. Um, because like I said, you got you got closing costs, you got inspection fees. Um, shoot, don't let something come back uh, on the appraisal and the, and, and the homeowner don't want to fix it. Then you're going to have to fix it. So I would say depending on, you know, your house range, you know, I would say, do you know, do your 5% for your down payment, adding an additional 2 to 3% for closing costs, unless you can negotiate that. Um, and then I would say at least what other stuff we talk about moving, um, little stuff, maybe an extra 5,000. <laughs> Another three to five uh, just for that stuff. Uh, right. <laughs> and if you don't spend it, then you're good, but. Right, right. And if you don't spend it, then it yeah. goes emergency fund. You can, you can, you can save it, do whatever. But yeah, that's where I feel like a lot of people run into that trap of, you know, they, um, you know, they, 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 they just save for the down payment, and then they're not prepared for everything else that goes with it. Like, yeah, somebody just <laughs> he said, "Come on, yep, AC went out in two months." Yeah, it's like yeah, you know? yeah, man. The crazy thing is when we bought our home in, in 09, uh, we had the first time home buyers. Shout out to Barack. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> we had the first time home buyer. So we got 9,000 on that that following year during our tax return. So that helped, you know, with the furnishings and stuff like that. But there's really no program like that right now. Right. Shout out to Amon, from, uh, Amon and Christina from Adverse Journey. They said they stayed up late and watched from Portugal. What's up, y'all? Oh, what's going on, y'all? <laughs> so, yo, we hope you enjoyed that two-part series, Man to Man, with Zay Madlock from First Gen Wealth Building. If you did, do us a huge favor and rate us five stars on whatever platform you're viewing this on. And don't forget to share this with your friends and let them know what we're doing here at Black, Married, and Debt Free. Till next time, I'll let you guys later. Peace.